Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode 436, Leading Your Passion Instead of Following It. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Carrie Olson. I have owned every version of the iPhone, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share a lesson I learned on leading your passion. Fun fact, I don't know how true this is, but I can't disprove it. Everyone on earth is born with the ability to wiggle their ears, but if you don't learn how early on, the muscle atrophies and you can't learn any longer. Now, the reason I say I don't know how true that is, is all of the men in my family, the boys can wiggle their ears and the girls can't. So according to this, the boys just exercised that muscle early on and we didn't. But it is interesting to me that it's a gender divided thing in my family. But it also makes me wonder, what else was I born with the ability to do that now I can't simply because I didn't exercise that muscle early on? I want you to be a part of the Friday Forum. Friday Forum is your opportunity to share what you've learned so that other listeners and I can learn from you. It can be a message as short as 30 seconds or several minutes long. It really doesn't matter just as long as it's something that will benefit others. You can participate in Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page or calling our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. Now, here is what I learned yesterday. You've probably heard the advice before, and I know that I've heard it a lot, that you should follow your passion, which sounds like a really great idea. There's a thing that you really want to do or that you're really passionate about, and you follow that thing. So the idea is that you try and create a career or a lifestyle around that passion that you have. So a lot of entrepreneurs, I think, have used that idea to try and turn their passion into profit. So if I'm a surfer and I love surfing, what can I do to try and turn that into a business? So I'm following that passion of surfing. Now, again, I think that that, that, that sounds nice and, and I think that it's worked out for some people and it's a nice sounding idea. But I do think that there's a problem with following your passion. The word follow isn't really an empowering word. It actually kind of indicates that you don't have any control over this journey because you're just following the passion. There's a passion and wherever it leads you, you're left to follow it. And then also, it means that you have to find your passion. I think that for a lot of people, the problem comes right at that point. They would say, sure, I would love to follow my passion, but I don't even know what it is. So how can I take this advice of following my passion if I don't even know what my passion is yet? So they, their first step was, would be that they have to actually find their passion. And then also, you're at the mercy of your passion if you're following it. What if your passion is, is great and you do end up, you first of all end up finding it, then you end up following it, but it takes you to a place that's not profitable. So you can't make money or, you know, you run out of steam or something like that. So there are a lot of things that might go wrong if you take that posture of trying to follow your passion. So what's the answer to that? I really like the idea of leading your passion. And I think that that is more appealing to me for a couple of reasons. I think that it, tends to make a bit more sense than following your passion, but also it puts the power back in your own hands. So you get to lead your passion as opposed to being at the mercy of it. So what does that look like to lead your passion? 
Well, I will say for me, my career right now is voiceover. And I can honestly say that I am passionate about voiceover. I love it. I get to work every day, you know, recording in my vocal booth. I get to be creative and act and pretend to be other people and, you know, do accents sometimes. And it's just a really fulfilling job. And I love it. I'm, I'm passionate about it. But I didn't get here by, you know, I wasn't five years old and watching a cartoon and thought, wow, I would love to do a voice of one of those cartoons. And I'm going to pursue that and just follow that passion through my whole life. As a matter of fact, two years ago, I didn't know that the industry voiceover even existed. So how did I get so lucky to get in to be in a spot where I'm living out my passion, but I put no effort into following it? Honestly, it's a bit of a crazy story, but I'll give you the Cliffs Notes. I have always loved working or the idea of working. I remember being nine years old and searching through the classifieds, you know, the physical classifieds in the in the paper to try and find jobs. And I would call about ones that I thought that I could do. And I remember one specific time I called about a dog washing job because I thought, oh, I can wash a dog. You know, a lot of the jobs were things that I probably couldn't do, but that was something I felt I could do. And I called about it and the person, you know, started getting my information and that was great. And eventually she caught on to the fact that I was really young and she asked, how old are you? And I hesitated and I said, nine. And she laughed, laughed at me on the phone and said, okay, we're kind of looking for someone a little closer to 17. And I said, okay. And I hung up and I remember thinking in that moment, she doesn't know what she just turned down. A 17-year-old is going to come in there and, you know, maybe slack off, maybe feel entitled or, you know, something like that. And she doesn't know that she just turned down the person with, you know, the best work ethic. I would have gone there and watched those dogs like crazy. But anyway, I digress. In my working career, I have worked in a wedding chapel. I've worked in restaurants. I have given baseball lessons. I have been a nanny. I have worked several different temp jobs. I have been a database developer. I have been an e-learning developer, I have worked in human resources, and a lot of other things. Now, for the majority of those positions, I wouldn't say that I chose them because I was especially passionate. But one thing that I always did in every position that I had was to try to improve the position or improve the company or, or make an impact for the better in a way that only I could do. So this was true even in administrative jobs and things that are extremely straightforward where you have a list of just, you know, you have these tasks and these processes that you do, just make sure they get done. I would still always be on the lookout for ways to make things more efficient and for creative things that I could incorporate into my job, not just to make it more fulfilling for me, although that was an outcome, but also just to do the best job that I could. Now, one of the outcomes of working in multiple industries in multiple positions is that you become a collector of skills. And that's another thing that I didn't take lightly. I developed skills in administrative jobs. I developed skills in, you know, my human resources job that arguably would never be applicable to anything that I would ever do again. But I made a point of it of trying to keep those skills in my back pocket, so to speak, so that I could use them down the line and so that it could make me a more valuable employee or entrepreneur later on. So how do we get to voice acting? In 2008, I was working for an energy company, and along with one-fifth of the company, I got laid off. Later that year, I moved to Kansas City, Missouri on a whim and got a temporary job working in human resources. In that job, I picked up a lot of new skills, and I was able to reshape the position from one of being just you know, purely administrative to a more specialized position. Ended up even getting my title changed because what I ended up doing was way more than what I was originally hired to do. And during that time, I got introduced to online training. 
And it turned out that I really enjoyed online training, so much so, in fact, that I decided to try and find a career where I could do more of it. And so I found a job working for a construction company where all I did was develop online training. Now, prior to working in human resources and online training, I had developed databases. And that was a skill that I was able to bring to my e-learning position and put that to use in a way that shaped that role in a unique way. Now, as I was making my e-learning courses, eventually I made some courses that needed narration. And since I was already there and making courses, I narrated my own courses. Now, as a hobby, I had been podcasting. I actually had a podcast about the show Downton Abbey, which I just loved doing. And so the podcast and my narrating my online training courses, those were my first introductions to really using a microphone and being behind a microphone, and I really loved it. Now, cut to years down the line. I'm driving to work and listening to a podcast, and the particular podcast episode that I chose at random, by the way, that day was an interview with a woman named Allison Steele, who is a voice actor in L.A., Allison was talking about what it's like to be a voice actor, and I was really only half paying attention until she mentioned what her day looks like. She said that she wakes up in the morning, she goes to yoga, and then she checks her email for scripts that may have come in that day. Then she spends some time in her recording booth recording recording a voiceover for you know animation, narration, uh, commercials, anything that may have come in that day. And then you know she takes a break, you know maybe plays on Facebook a little, and then finishes up her recording and then calls it a day. By this time, I had just had my daughter, Amelie, and I was looking for a way to work from home. At the end of Allison's interview, she said that she gives voiceover lessons. And so I called her up and uh, scheduled a consultation with her. After that consultation, I was blown away by the voiceover industry. I had known nothing about it before, but I was so intrigued that after that consultation, I just devoured everything I could find about voiceover. I read books and listened to podcasts and read blogs, attended workshops and webinars and things like that because it was just so fascinating to me. And from when I started getting training with Allison, it only took me about three weeks to start booking work in voiceover. And the rest, as they say, is history. So here's what I learned. No matter what your work circumstances are, seek to do the best that you can and learn as much as you can in your role. Always be looking for innovative ways to contribute. Make a point of it to collect skills and interests. And you can do this in your work, in your hobbies. You know, like I said, my podcast was just a hobby, but I developed skills in that that I was able to bring later to my work. When you are working and even in a job that you don't like, pay attention. There might be opportunities there that you would absolutely love, but they're disguised as everyday tasks or maybe they're tangential to everyday tasks. So they're not quite everyday tasks, but they're things that you would discover if you just put a little bit more effort into doing those tasks really, really well. Don't be afraid to try something new and look at every new opportunity as a tool or as a puzzle piece that you get to take with you as you build and as you cultivate and as you lead your passion. I'm Carrie Olson, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would love it if you would leave a review in iTunes.